Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Gruber. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I'm excited for this one and I'm your co-host, Kathy Gruber. And I'm Jason Mefford. And all the way from Germany, Deutschland, Deutschland, we have Heike Adam, or Adam, right? Um, so, so again, I'm, I'm a little rusty on my German, but herzlich willkommen zur Feuer und Erd podcast. Yes. Did I do that right? Yes, very good. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, we're so excited to have you. Uh, my cat has made several appearances on the show, uh, very accidentally. And uh, Jason, why don't you give a little bit of background about how, how this all came about? Yeah, so, so Heike and I are in, in some common groups together. And, uh, and she's just a person that I want to know more about <laughs> for, one, for one thing. And we'll let her kind of get in and explain a little bit about who she is and what she does, because to me, it's just fascinating. And I want to learn, I want to learn more. So, you know, you're obviously probably watching the video if you're watching this and you can see there's a bunch of squirrels <laughs> on the back uh, of her wall there. So Heike, why don't you just introduce yourself a little bit um, tell people what you do, because like I said, I, I've got lots of questions. I'm sure Kathy does too, um, because what you're doing, I think, is amazing. And it's something that most of us have no idea that there's people like you with your gifts. Mm -hmm. Yes, right. Yes. So I'm an animal communicator. And I'm also a squirrel lover, as you see behind. So my, my really my passion are, are squirrels. And I have also, I have them in the garden and in a large tree outside and I feed them. And I yeah, have really um, much knowledge about them and love wild animals as well. And so I became this, uh, an animal communicator, which, um, I found out, um, yeah, that something like that is existing, and um, I'm doing this um, nearly for three years. I started um, some classes um, to doing to do it, and um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm talking with animals, with pets, and also with white animals, with squirrels, with um, yeah, with with birds, foxes, uh, bats. Yeah. Um, with spiders as well. I have a lot of spiders showing up and I talk with them. So this is what I'm doing. Well, and I, I think it's fascinating, you know, because there's, <clears throat> there was the, the movie, I don't know if it made it to Germany, but, you know, Dr. Doolittle, you mm -hmm. know, the whole, the whole idea around, around mm -hmm. that story and it, mm -hmm. and it seems like, well, that doesn't really happen. That's just a movie, mm -hmm. but it does really happen. Mm -hmm. And, and, yes. and what's funny is, you know, after we started talking, especially one, one of the houses that I lived in, we had a lot of squirrels and I mm -hmm. used to love to just sit and watch them. I'd put food out for them. They're amazing creatures. And where I live now, we don't really get squirrels. We're close to a park, but we don't have squirrels. We'll have raccoons or possums, you know, a bunch mm -hmm. of birds and other stuff mm -hmm. that sometimes walk along the fence line. But a couple of weeks ago, 
there was a squirrel that went oh. along the fence and kind of stopped. Oh. And in fact, the day before yesterday, I think it was another one <laughs> came and sat there and looked at me. <laughs> um, so probably not a coincidence for no, a lot no. of reasons that we know. <laughs> But, but how, how did you, you know, kind of find out about this gift? How did this come to you and Mm -hmm. how do you communicate with Mm -hmm. them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I found out uh, via a colleague, she told me about an animal communicator in Germany, a woman who's doing that. And um, I was not so interested in that at that time. So I was thinking, oh, that's nice. I'm talking with um, cats and dogs. But I was following her then on Facebook. And um, after some time, she posted in her blog about that she um, energetically um, connects with wild animals to avoid that the wild animals like deers uh, run into the, her car when she's driving around. And then I started to be interested because I, I love, as I said, the, the white animals and the squirrels. And then I was thinking, wow, I could talk with squirrels as well with this animal communication. And so I contacted her and asked, she provided courses, classes, and she was not so positive about it. She said, yes, you can talk with white animals, but usually white animals do not want to talk with with, with people with humans um, but I it um, yeah I didn't uh, let this stop me because I was thinking she doesn't know me and my passion for squirrels and I enrolled in her basic um, class course and then she was also excited that I'm so so gifted with with animals and also with wild animals and then I took um, another class from her so she's providing also a one-year program uh, um, education program to 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 become a professional um, animal communicator and I was taking this as well and just practicing and training and um, doing a lot with with pets for sure as well and and also with with what animals with squirrels and yeah, and, and I found out why, while I was doing that, that I'm an animal empath, so I'm, I loved animals um, since childhood, and I had a coach who told me, you are an animal empath, and I didn't see it by myself, I was blown away, and all other people told me, yes, for sure, we have seen that, but I didn't um, recognize this. And then I, I just uh, practiced and practiced and this developed the skill um, over and over and I was getting better and it, it didn't happen over time though I did really, I needed to, to work on it, to practice it and I need to trust me though it was also something I didn't trust me in the beginning and just needed to, yeah, to practice, to train and yeah, yeah. it oh. working is that it's really working over a distance. So it's called um, via telepathy, which is also called um, um, a feeling over a distance. Like I I also call it intuitive um, communication. 
it's from the intuition and from the heart, like a heart-to-heart -heart communication. Yeah. Oh, this is so great. I, I love what you just said about, so you clearly had an intuitive gift. You had that just, you had it. And you also had to train and practice. And mm -hmm. I think that's such a great reminder. There's so many people out there that have, you think you just get your boom and you magically have this thing. You still have to work at it. You still mm -hmm. have to train. You still have to practice. You still have to study. And I think mm -hmm. that's a great reminder. Um, mm -hmm. And just like you, I have a really great intuitive connection with animals. Alistair and I have massive communications just in our head. If I'm thinking to have him come upstairs, he comes upstairs. It blows my boyfriend's mind every time. Um, so, so people who would come to you, maybe they say, they, hey, we have a pet that we need to talk with. What is the main purpose people would seek you out? Is it for health reasons? Is it just to get to know their pet better? What would be the main purpose people find you for? No, um, usually it's it's more a behavioral um, issue and problem they have. Um, Sometimes also with with health issues, but often it's a behavioral issue that it's the dog is barking a lot or um, yeah does not like um, uh, foreign people and or does not like the groomer or also had a a horse who didn't like the groomer and couldn't be, um, you could not ride on the horse. It's more like these behavioral problems when mm -hmm. people come to me for that. Well, and so I wanted to, you know, again, I, I just, I want to learn, you mm -hmm. know, is, yeah. is, you know, you see, you see things like the, the movie, Dr. Doolittle, right? And all of a sudden, you know, the mouth, mouth of the horse is starting to talk, you know, kind of thing like Mr. Ed. Well, that's, that's not how it comes through, right? It's not like you're hearing with your ears, but we're connected and communicating kind of through, through spirit, through consciousness, whatever word right. that you want to kind of use, right? And, yes. and again, we all have that sometimes, even with humans that we're communicating with, right? They're yeah. not using words, but we right. feel it, we yeah. kind of know what's going on. It sounds like that's, that's kind of how you're communicating, right? Is that way? Yes, yes, it's that way. It's, it's uh, such it's like an inner knowing um, I hear in, in my somehow in, in my heart on inside I just hear hear like words or feelings I just know what the animal is is saying to me and I translate it back into our language then I write it down but it's just like an inner knowing uh, feeling and which I get it's not something which is um, speaking out loud or something like that it's in in, in, the, in the mind and in the heart working like that yes. mm -hmm. well ahead, so in, oh, I was going to say so I would guess too because again you know it's <clears throat> I've been trying to speak to the animals more myself mm -hmm. right because I've got little hummingbirds and stuff that come in and, and mm -hmm. it's not not necessarily to carry on a conversation with them, but, you know, especially because animal medicine, right, in general is mm -hmm. kind of, what are you trying to give me? What mm -hmm. is the message yes. I'm supposed to receive? You know, I've got <clears throat> hummingbirds that come a lot. In mm -hmm. fact, for about the last week, 
I'm pretty sure it's the same exact hummingbird because it's, it's the same, it's the same markings, but he will come and sit on my birds of paradise and he'll just yeah. sit there. And normally you don't see hummingbirds sit, but he'll just sit there and he'll kind of look at me and he'll fly up, come back down and land in the same place. And he'll fly up and he'll come down and he'll land in the same place. And, you know, another hummingbird will come over to the feeder and sometimes he'll push them away. Right. And at first I was thinking, well, is that because you're territorial? And it's like, come on, dude, you know, there's plenty of, there's plenty of syrup. Let the, let the other ones have, 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 have a drink too. Right. But just the last week or so I've wondered, Maybe that's not what he's doing. Maybe he is here communicating with me some way, protecting me, doing something for me that I don't consciously realize. And that's maybe why he's doing it instead. Because why else would this bird just hang out with me when I go out on my back porch, right? There's there's a reason. I'm sure it's the same way, like, because I've seen pictures of you out in the forest with squirrels. And I'm sure that... Mm -hmm. They just kind of hang out with you yes, right. for a while, right? And there's a yes. reason, a reason behind that's that. Reason. Yes, right. There's always a reason behind that. Yes. For me, it's also that they are my spirit animals, my my guides. Mm-hmm. The, the spirits always show up when I'm also when I'm traveling to some other places. The spirits show up, <laughs> or when I'm sick, they show up and and help me and uh, heal me. So. Yeah, yeah, always showing up and helping me. That's so great. I think we so often overlook the intuitive nature of animals. And same thing with Alistair. He showed up for the first time when I was sick. He just showed up at my door and a friend of mine stopped by to bring me soup and said, is this your cat? And I went, no. And he walked in the door and sat with me while I was sick. And then every, every time I would throw a tarot card, every time I would start to meditate or do some sort of like moon ritual or something, he would show up. And it's like, clearly we had this very strong connection, even though he was the neighborhood wanderer cat, he picked us. He's with us now 99% of the time. Um, for, for people who are listening and going, this is silly, this can't work, this is stupid. I have a story. So my very first cat here in California, my very first cat ever, his name was Uther, Lord of Pendragon, because of course it was. <laughs> and he had ended up with cancer in his paw. Uh, huge growth, very fast moving. And because of the nature of cats, you can't just take off a paw. We had to take off the entire leg. And by this point, he was like 16 or 17 years old. I was so torn. I didn't know what to do. And a client of mine said, well, you know, I know this animal psychic she talks to your cat from a distance and I'm a believer in this stuff. And even I went, really? Okay. So I told her where the cat was located. She calls me back about an hour later and says, okay, I spoke with Uther, which you got to admit, sounds a little crazy, right? I spoke with Uther and I said, okay, what did he say? And the first thing she did was tell me about Uther. Tell me about some of his behavior, some of his habits, some of his interactions with me that she could not have known unless she spoke to the cat. I mean, like, I'm being really serious. The way he lays, the way he puts his hand on my journal, the way he's not, I mean, like things that, unless you're watching me, you wouldn't know. And then she said, you know, he said he's totally up for the surgery. He has a lot of life in him. If you have the money to do it, he would like to stay with you. He's not ready to go. 
Oh, oh he oh. just broke my heart. And we went ahead yeah. with the surgery. He recovered yeah. so quickly. We got yeah. another two or three years with him. It was the most amazing thing. And yeah. I got to say, even if it was complete BS, it mm -hmm. gave us such a sense of peace and comfort and everything she said actually ended up being true. Mm -hmm. um, so for people who don't believe this is possible, believe, I mean, expand your belief system and start to embrace those things that are the unknown. So that was just, I wanted to just sort of validate mm -hmm. what we're talking about well, here by sharing yes. that. Um, and I'm sure you've had experiences like that as well. If, you, if there's any like things like that that you wanna share of some experiences you've had with animals, I would love to hear those. Yes, yes. Um... It's often when I talk with animals and have this clients um, showing up, um, then the, the behavior of the, the animals change then afterwards and the, the clients are really impressed or something like was um, a dog who was afraid of the dishwasher and um, yeah, when it was running and and I talked uh, with, with the dog and explained how a dishwasher works and how good it is for a good help for 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 people and um, that he doesn't need to be afraid of it and and then after i talked with him he was sleeping next to the dishwasher when it was running and and this client was um, texting me and telling me um, what did you do with my talk and at the beginning i was thinking oh wow what did i do what happened and then she said it's he's sleeping he's sleeping next to the dishwasher and so it was really amazing wow. and she also well, yeah yeah because these things happen i mean it was it was not a month or month or month or two ago um one of our sons and his girlfriend they just got a dog you know a lot of mm -hmm. people got dogs during the whole lock-in mm -hmm. and and it's obvious that this dog has had some trauma it was yeah. it was a rescue dog from the pound mm -hmm. obviously has some some trauma from before very skittish very scared of everything um you know sort of thing and I remember saying to myself, you know, we need a, a good doggy hypnotist or something, right, to, to knock this out. But that's that's kind of effectively what you're doing is being able to communicate with the animals in a way that their owners maybe haven't learned how to do it. Because the one thing that I got from you, you know, I, I was coming into this expecting, oh, you just have to have this gift. You either have it or you don't. But it's something that you can learn. Yeah. as well too right but yes. but you're just helping yeah. helping the owners helping the pets helping the wild animals right yeah because right. you you can do that and like that you can let them know look the dishwasher there's nothing to be afraid of this is mm. what it does oh oh okay all right well i don't have to worry about that right mm. yeah. i mean that's yeah. it, it seems like again that's that's kind of what you're doing and being able mm. to take the place of what the owner probably wants to communicate mm -hmm. to them, but yeah. doesn't have that energetic connection to be able to communicate right. soul to soul, right? Yeah, right, yes. And, and I always say that um, everybody can learn it, that we have this, um, everybody has this gift and this ability, just we, we forgot about it when we, when mm. we are growing up and, um, but everybody has this gift and has this ability, just need to be retrained and relearned. And 
Africa, everybody can really learn it. And it's not that just some people can learn it. So it's really good to know. Yeah, that's so great. Is this something, this might sound like a silly question. Is this something that you can turn on and off? Or are you always on? Like, are you just out sometimes and all of a sudden the dog is talking to you and you're like, where'd that come from? I mean, does that just come into you at all times? No, no, usually not. I really need to turn into it. It's mm. not that it's coming all, in all the times and I really need to be in a, in a special state, like in mm. a more relaxed state that mm -hmm. it's really coming to me. And it's often also easier when I do it at home, I do it with, with a photo usually, which is easier because I can prepare myself. I, mm -hmm. I dance before I then I relax and then I talk with the animal, which is easier than being outside. Also, when I'm outside with white animals, it's, it, it doesn't work all the time. Sometimes mm -hmm. I get something back, but not all the time. So it's easier to do it really. Yeah. yeah in a more structured environment yeah oh that's yes. fascinating cool yes. well but again you have you have to prepare yourself right because again it's the yes. as we said we're not hearing it through our ears <clears throat> and so getting into that relaxed state doing some of the right. dance whatever you're yeah. you're you're going from 3d ego into the more intuitive part of you because right. it's the intuitive yes. part of us yeah. that is able to communicate right. with yeah. the other things right, right. With, the, with the heart so from the i need to move from the brain into the heart and I, then i prepare yes like dancing moves me mm. into this more into the heart and also relaxation like uh, breathing and then and it's uh there are different uh, brain waves. It's uh, the, the alpha brain wave and also frequency I am then in, which is more this uh, relaxation state. And, and the animals um, are, um, are also in this frequency, usually in this alpha frequency. And I also often say it's like a radio frequency you you turn your oh. your radio into a specific frequency and this is what i do with the animals as well and i need to prepare for it yes yeah so it's interesting that you say that right because yeah i mean i'm familiar with brain waves and, and what's interesting mm -hmm. is at least what i've been taught is that nature in general the frequency is 7.83 hertz mm -hmm. right of nature of the yeah. earth yes. right yes that's yes. the alpha theta state mm -hmm. right so right. like you said you're doing things to effectively slow down your brain waves mm -hmm. to where you're in that state mm -hmm. and when you tune to that same hertz level that nature is around you mm -hmm now we connect with the nature right and that's yes that's yeah. why some of these things that you talk about you know meditation the dancing some of these other mm -hmm. things are all different tools or practices that all of us can use right yes to yeah. try to help us connect yeah. more right. with nature as well yes right there are some other techniques as well it's a the shamanic drumming or, or drums, um, they also um, vibrate on, on this um, earth um, 
uh, frequency as well. This is also something you can use to go into this state. So yeah, wow. some techniques you can use. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Do you have just maybe one tip for someone at home that's sitting there with their their dog, their cat, their pot-bellied pig, their guinea pig, their hamster. I mean, do you have any, just one tip that maybe someone can do just to connect more with their pet, to connect more with their animals at home? Yes, I would say just, um, as I said, go more into this um, relaxation state and then um, just start um, practicing and talking with the animal and see what, what returns to you. But just go via pacing, pacing or, or music into this relaxation and then talk with the animal and, yeah. and just be open what's coming from the animal because often we do not trust then what is coming back and just trust it and, yeah, and just um, yeah, practice and practice and practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and, and, and I, yeah, and I wanted to ask you another question on that too, because I know, you know, I looked at your website because you have a website where people can reach mm -hmm. out to you that we'll make sure and give to people. But, mm -hmm. you know, especially when you're working with pets, I know, again, my German's a little rusty, but I think I got the gist of it, you know, is, mm -hmm. is that you need a picture that shows their mm -hmm. eyes. Yes. Right. And, and so I wanted to ask you a little bit about that, because I've always yeah. been told too, you know, that the eyes are the seat of your soul, you know, that through the yeah. eyes, we really mm -hmm. can see into the other individual. And I'm guessing yeah. this works with, with animals too. Mm -hmm. What, what is it about seeing into the eyes that way? You know, cause again, I'm, I'm kind of thinking like this skittish dog, you know, in our family, it won't want to look at me and so mm -hmm. so like i'm trying i'm trying mm -hmm. to get it to where i'm looking into its eyes mm -hmm. right and i th i think again maybe it's like i don't want to talk to you i don't want to talk to you and i'm like mm -hmm. no i want to talk to you yeah. <laughs> you know kind of thing what what is it about that or how does that kind of fit into to a lot of this too Yes, it's it's really what you said, like connecting with with the soul via the eyes, then um, uh, to yeah deeply connect with the soul via via the the eyes and to the soul to to the heart, and that is why I I needed to see the eyes. Um, otherwise, it yeah would not it would work, uh, but not so good yeah. when I really connect really deeply with, with the eyes, it's deeply to, to the heart, to the soul. I can connect them via the eyes. Oh, I love it, I love it. And of course, we're nearing the end of our time because this is what we do. This has been so, oh, this, I love this. I'm so, I'm looking over at Alistair who's just sort of like, mm. um, so we'll, we'll have a chat later about that. <laughs> Y'all are talking about me, I don't wanna hear it. Yeah, it's it's interesting. He actually, when he wants attention, he will bite. Like he'll nip at your ankles. And I've tried to explain to him, I'm like, please, we want to give you attention. We want to have your needs met. Could you please stop biting? Yeah, you know, he just, well, that's just what he started doing. And so it's like, I'll have to sit, I'll have to do some meditation and get into that state and explain to him that that's not the way to communicate with us. And could he do something else? And, you know, so I'll worry. That'll be my homework. That'll be my homework. Get the cat to stop biting. Yes. 
<laughs> and I often say that the, the animals understand us, uh, what we are saying via the, yeah, via the frequency and the vibration again. It's not maybe the words they understand, but they, they mm -hmm. read the, the energy, they, the, they understand what we are saying. Yeah, yeah. So ye yelling at your dog doesn't communicate to them. No, no, it's no. not the best idea. No. Right. So it's it's no. more about us yeah. getting aligned and trying to align mm -hmm. with them mm -hmm. to really be able to communicate, not the way that we're communicating. Because just like if they're barking at us, we don't know what they're saying from the bark. <laughs> yes. Right. So why would we expect right. them to and to know what we're saying right. when, when we're yelling the at them? Yes. yes. Good point. <laughs> Interesting. Well, in so many different. Well, and and I wanted to kind of ask too, you know, because I know we're we're kind of running out of time, but mm -hmm. this is true for all animals as well, mm -hmm. right? Because again, yes. I've I've as I've been connecting more with nature, mm -hmm. there's certain animals that we don't consider animals or we don't want around, right? Mm -hmm. And I and I remember there was this. There were a couple of flies that were flying around me and normally we're like you know get away get away get away get away right and then and then i thought you know how are they any different than any other animal right, right? and yes. maybe they're here yes. for for a purpose that i don't right. quite understand yes. and so if i let yes. them land on me and just do what they need to do right. I guess that's where I was going. It, it, it's not just the cute squirrels and the cute cats right. and the dogs. Yeah. It's yeah. like yes. even the cockroaches and the ants right. and the yeah. rats and the right. everything yes. we're, yeah. we're all connected and there's a reason right. yeah. for all of the stuff, I think, right? For sure, yes. And this is also what I realized um, with doing um, animal communication that I have this appreciation for, for animals, for every animal. And, like the spiders and rats and flies and mm. and I would not be able to to kill them like the spiders or something like that. I I talk to them and then I bring them outside and show them a nice um, when I talk with them mm -hmm. with animal communication I show them a green green grass and that they have many many insects outside and then they they jump into a a glass or a pot I have, and then I bring them outside. So looking <laughs> really great. <laughs> That's awesome. We relocate our spiders as well. Yeah. yeah. I said, I, yeah. <laughs> I love this conversation. So, Heike, how can people reach you? What is your website? How can they get a hold of you if they want to learn to do this, talk to you more, or have you do a session and talk to their animal? Yes, it's. I have an Instagram handle. It's called. It's, it's a German name. Eichhörnchen blog. I can, yeah, um, explain it, or you will, will show it later. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. Notes. We'll get it to put it in the show and, notes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also, my homepage is also just my last name, Heike Adam. Dot, um, de, is my homepage. And it's also in English, so I have many clients in English and in, in from from US, Canada, from all over the world. So it was just I kind of fun for me to try to practice my German again yes. by reading. So. Oh, that's great. <laughs> 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 Perfect. This has been great. Oh, Heike, thank you so much for being here. I'm so inspired to actually reconnect with the animals. I I 
did it a little bit and then it just sort of fell off as you know so many things do so you've inspired me to get back in that state and, and talk to the animals so i'm very excited and i hope yeah. people got a lot out of this it's something that you can explore something that is real so thanks everyone for yes. listening um yes. reach out to heike learn more uh, i'm kathy groover i can be reached at kathygroover.com and i'm jason mefford i can be reached at jasonmefford.com so yeah you know, just just take a pause this week. Do do something a little different. Look at the nature that's around you, and just try to connect more with it because we're all connected anyway, right? And uh, so, with that, have a great rest of your week, everybody, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire Nerd Podcast. See ya. See ya. See ya.